you tell wrestling fans, hey, you know, it's fake. Yes, we know it's fake. Um, but <laughs> you don't need to tell us. We like it anyway. You know. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your host and head fangirl in charge. This week we're going to dive into what makes a wrestling fangirl and why this is a little different from, I don't know, the run-of-the-mill sports fan. On the show today is one of my favorite people. Hi, April. Hi. And I'm going to introduce her in just a minute. But before we do, I just wanted to to throw this out there as well, guys. If you love what you're hearing, if you want to hear more of it, I'd love to have you as a patron. You can send some support my way to help with the hosting, equipment upgrades, things like that to help make producing the show like this possible. Patreon.com backslash no guilt fangirls is where you can do that if you're so inclined. April is a mom of five humans and a mom of like, I don't know, how many do you have now? Like a million animals? Million and one? Um, four, five, seven. 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 Okay. Current, the current count is seven. Seven animals. Uh, and she's also a brand new, again, college student. So excited for you. <laughs> that she makes is- one of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She is coming to us from North Carolina. So tell us a little bit about yourself, April, and where people can find you online if you want them to find you. <laughs> uh, well, like you said, I am the mother to a whole bunch of humans and a whole bunch of animals. Um, right now, I am at home until uh, my youngest starts kindergarten this fall. And um, then I head back to school in January to finally finish the degrees I had set out to finish long before um, long before I built all this <laughs> craziness. And it's a lot, but it's a, it's good crazy. I think it's totally, it is, it's, it it's is. good to take a little break in between sometimes. So I'm excited for you. I think that's going to be, uh, I think you're going to gonna have a lot of fun going back to school. It's a totally, totally different world when you go back as an adult versus going back as a dumb kid. So. I, I, I really hope so, although I'm going to be surrounded by dumb kids. Uh-huh. So um, I'm not looking, <laughs> I don't know how, how much I'm going to, you know, how much I'm going to enjoy that. But I, I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of getting back out there and doing something really for myself, um, which is not something I've done over the past decade or so. Uh, you know, I support that. Hashtag yes. no guilt life. <laughs> exactly. Um, so as far as social media, I'm, I'm not like a huge social media presence. I'm there. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at April and PJ. Um, I'm also on Instagram, although not nearly as much because uh, hashtag no chronological timeline. Um, you can find me there on uh, where to next April. Um, so that would be the extent of my social. Perfect. Perfect. Now, April and I met online on Baby Center back in the day when we were popping out babies. The funny thing is, we didn't even meet over children. And guys, I know you'll think, oh, well, you met her from a, because of Disney. That's how you meet everybody. No, mm-hmm. I actually met April <laughs> Through politics. How things have changed. (laughs) Um, But eventually, Mm -mm, mm -mm. and my how things have changed. Uh, We don't don't talk politics anymore. We have moved past that. (laughs) And um, we, uh, we did actually end up hanging out and 
I talked her into running Disney with me for the first time. Yes, you are you are the person who got me running in the first place. Oh, um, that's right. Back in uh, seven years ago, when I wanted to go to Disney World for a race, um, looking at all your races, and here I am, seven years later. I am currently training for my fourth marathon. So, what was supposed to be my one and done trip to Disney World ended up being <laughs> um, a kind of a big thing. I change lives, people. This is what I do. <laughs> but you can't blame me for the marathons. I said one you you took the rest of those all on yourself <laughs> right exactly yes um you know the funny thing is i don't and i'm sure you'll remember this um the first this is how i knew i would just i loved april so much uh we'd already known each other for quite a few years online but we we roomed together this is the first time we actually met in person was at this disney race and the first time we met in person it was like two in the morning and she was driving in and I had flown in the night before. So I was already in the room. I was already asleep. And what happens on my, on my, the door? Do you remember? No. <laughs> you don't no. remember? Oh, I, yes, 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 yes. Um, knock, 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 Patty. Knock, 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 Patty. <laughs> Patty. I didn't yell yeah. Cooper knock at two o'clock in the morning at Pop Century. You totally did. It was amazing. And I jumped out of bed going, April! <laughs> and gave her big hugs. And we have loved each other ever since. <laughs> Yeah, that was when I knew you were you were my people because you were my yes. Shamey. We're the Shamey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about wrestling today. And the reason why I wanted April to come on about this is because April's a lot like me. When she falls for something, she goes all in. She like falls hard. She gets obsessed and she's, you're just, you're dialed yeah, into that. That's and called ADHD hyper focus. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm not diagnosed, but I'll take that. I am. <laughs> so this is what April this is what April is and that's what April does and we're going to get into the the whole story but I know it's been a lifetime but it's really been the last couple of years though that you've yes. been super hyper focused into wrestling and that's why I was like all right this is a fandom I really don't know a whole lot about but I know it's huge I know it's big I know it's intense and I know it's not traditionally a female centric fandom uh-huh. So I definitely wanted to get a little bit of insight of what it's like to be the female fan in, you know, around a bunch of dudes, maybe. I don't know. As far as full disclosure, I have very little current experience with fan with this particular fandom. But back in the day, like way back, like I don't even know if you were born yet back April. Um, <laughs> I watched I watched uh, wrestling with my older sister on Saturday mornings. Uh-huh. It was totally, you know, the, the early to mid 80s thing for, for me. And she got me into it. We're talking the Von Eric brothers and the fabulous Freebirds and Ric Flair. Yes, I was. I, I, I may have been around at that point. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it was, it was all of these. It was all of these like real old school, you know, not black and white TV. Because we weren't that bad off, but I mean, it was it was just very very low key, very low production. Like there was no you know flashing lights and big flashy numbers, and right. they might come in with a robe or something. But you know, it was very low key compared to what we have going on now. So things have totally completely changed. And I just remember the thing about wrestling back then was how much it was stressed about how fake it was and how fake uh-huh. this is. And you know this isn't real and you right. know they're not really fighting and, and that sort of thing. And I want you to kind of address like what that means uh, in a little bit. But that's just kind of, that's 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 my memories is, is watching that. And I, you know, I grew up in Texas and lived part of my adult life in Texas before we uh-huh. started hopping all over the place. And so like I know Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and I remembered um, Dwayne Johnson as right. The Rock, you know, those things I kind of in the, 
my mid nineties ish, I guess, early to mid nineties is when I, I, I remembered it. I knew who they were. I did, still wasn't into it, but I knew who they were. And then since then, though, I'm completely out of the pocket. Right. So that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are right now with Patty and what she knows about wrestling. Okay. This leaves a lot out of there. So I want to know if April can give a little bit more of the timeline for wrestling as you know it, like not like a whole history, just, you know, some basics and how did it evolve to where we are today with the WWE? Right. Um, so first of all, it's it's not just the WWE. The um, the wrestling world is actually is, is pretty big. There's a lot of indies, um, like promotions, uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now uh, All Elite Wrestling is coming up. So it's, it's a lot more than just the WWE, but the WWE is kind of... The, the big name um, that everybody's going to recognize, even if they're not wrestling fans. Um, and what you, is that like, th- is that like going to the show? If you get called up for the WWE, that's where the ultimate yeah, goal is. For a, for a lot of wrestlers. Yes. There, you know, if you really, you can get into a lot of, I guess, kind of politics and creative differences and arguments with that, that could rec- actually really take a long time. Um, so that for, for a lot of wrestlers, that is where the money is. Um, you know, that's, that's where the, the big recognition is. That's the big show. Um, other wrestlers are just fine. Like I, me- I had mentioned, uh, all elite wrestling, they are a new promotion that was just started and actually they're going to be on TV this fall, but that was started by a bunch of guys who were relatively popular in the indie world Mm -hmm. and they didn't, they didn't have, they didn't really want to sign with the WWE. Uh, So there are people out there that that's not the ultimate goal, but for a lot of them that, that is the big goal. Um, What you watched in the eighties, you know, back uh, 70s, 80s, even before that, a lot of independent kind of factions all over the country. Um, it was very, you know, kind of isolated pockets. They didn't intermingle. It was the early 80s when the WWF came about. And that's when um, you saw like the first WrestleMania, which was in 1984. Mm-hmm. And it really it came out on a grander stage. Um, yes, I was going to say, is that it's like man error type type situation? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's um, when Titan Sports came about. And that's when it really became sports entertainment with an emphasis on the entertainment. Um, they were bringing, I, I believe, the first uh, WrestleMania aired on MTV. So it was the, the first real mainstream. And it was, they had celebrities, they had, you know, Mr. T, Cindy Lauper, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, so, it was, I remember yeah, so it was, like I said, emphasis on the entertainment, you know, just a, kind of a big show opposed to just wrestling. That's when you had people like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan, um, Ultimate Warrior, these you know, people emerging. So that kind of evolved through the early 90s. And you started getting more individual like pay-per-view shows, which were, you know, the things that you could rent on TV for, you know, $30, $40. I don't know how much it cost back then. But they debuted their first TV show um, back in 1993. And that was Monday Night Raw. Um, that show is still airing every Monday night to this day. And I know that because your Twitter feed goes crazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like, don't follow me on Twitter unless you want to hear about a bunch of wrestling. <laughs> unless you want to know about wrestling. <laughs> and some random, you know, other random, you know, sports things. Um, a whole lot of nonsense. Um, they had a little competition come in with Ted Turner's WCW in the mid-90s, um, who had his own Monday night show. So that that's kind of started the Monday night 
wars, you know, in, in terms of ratings before eventually WWE won that and bought WCW and uh, they folded. They introduced SmackDown on, uh, in, I think it was 1999. And again, that's still on to this day. It's floated around different days of the week. It's on Tuesday nights now. Um, and now they've got their own kind of like minor league system, okay. if you will, um, which, which is called NXT. Um, and those are that they will go out and they will sign a lot of indie wrestlers or they will sign, you know, other athletes really um you remember casey from american ninja warrior the yeah. little tiny girl who yeah, was all over yeah she's a she's signed with ah. wwe she is now yeah she now wrestles in nxt so and her you know boyfriend is a wwe wrestler as well so they go out and uh, you know that's that's another big thing so they've got different brands in the wwe and nowadays they are the big number one name. They do shows all over the world. You know, they've got, like I said, two TV shows a week. They've got their own uh, kind of streaming network that has kind of replaced the pay-per-views. Um, and that's, okay. that's kind of where yeah, we're at today. I, it, it's definitely so different than what I remember seeing, like I said, with the very bare bones, very... Right. Like, no, it was entertainment, but it was... I don't know if they were still trying to sell it as sport back then. <laughs> Um, and I think now uh-huh. that's what's so interesting to me and, and what was weird about talking about wrestling as a fandom versus wrestling as like a sport in the sense that um, it, your other big love is is hockey, at least. It is. It, yeah. At least it was this year for sure. <laughs> well, it's always been, but when you're, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a St. Louis Blues fan. Um, and so we've had some <laughs> rough, rough yeah. years um, as fans. Um, so this year it was obviously easier to be a little bit more vocal. <laughs> a fan because I didn't have to tuck my tail like I did every other season. So yes, I definitely a little more vocal with the hockey this year. <laughs> Do you feel like it's different though when you watch when you're watching hockey versus when you're watching wrestling? Like as a fan, do you see a difference or is it the same to it, you? It, it, there's a there's a different difference. Um, you know, with hockey, for one, it's regional. You know, had I not, I'm originally from St. Louis in North Carolina now, but I don't know if I would have. You know, had I grown up outside of St. Louis, would I be a hockey fan like I am? You know, okay. just because it's it's a regional thing I'm a mm-hmm. fan of the blues I don't follow you know I, I follow other teams in the sense that where they are in the standings compared to St. Louis right. but my fandom is St. Louis based you know they've got their you know, they play their home games they play their away games um, there's not you're not looking for storylines you're not looking for personality there's you don't know who's gonna win it's you know clawing to try and win a trophy um, every team doing the best they can um, so it's definitely you know it, it's different because it's I don't want to call it more pure of a sport because I mean it actually is but there's not a predetermined outcome you're not looking for storylines you're not looking for entertainment Um, it's just pure Mm -hmm. talent on the ice um, or you know on the ball field um, or on the court and it's you know you you don't know what's going to happen you just kind of hope for the best team hope for the championship Um, and that's you know, really different from wrestling because yes, you have the sporting, I mean, wrestling sports entertainment. Um, that is the actual name that was given by Vince McMahon. It is still pushed. It is, it's not a sport. It's not Mm -hmm. purely entertainment. It's a combination of the both. Um, you know, you're Mm -hmm. looking for more interesting storylines. You, whoever's going to win is predetermined beforehand. You know, they have creative people actually writing 
not just now, but writing for WrestleMania next year, you're setting things up for down the road. So there's obviously gotcha, gotcha. yeah, no, that, you know, that makes be a sense. difference between kind of like a uh, soap opera for sports fanatics. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, there is that element in there. And like I said, they, you know, a lot of the writing they do is setting up for down the line. And a lot of people try and nitpick, uh, you know, what's happening in the storyline here and whether they like it or not. But, you know, there is also the, you know, there's a lot that goes into it that, you know, isn't traditional entertainment. Um, you know, the athleticism, <laughs> you don't just roll out of bed with a six pack. Um, because if I don't, at least, um, <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> so, you, know, you don't just, you don't just pick up a grown human being and press them above your head. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, you've got to take these bumps. You've got to take these, you know, what they call chops, which are the slaps kind of ch- slaps to the chest. That stuff really right, hurts. Right. Um, and you can, you can hurt people like that if it's done incorrectly. So there's, you know, there's a lot of training involved and there's a lot of athleticism involved. Um, so it's just a very unique combination between, you know, between the two that, you know, Maybe you could compare something like American Ninja Warrior, where you're watching this on TV, and you know the more outgoing personalities are going to make it onto TV, but they're still yeah, that yeah. athleticism. Yeah, no, that makes involved. that that actually does make sense too, especially that comparison. All right, now, how did you get into wrestling? What's your what's your wrestling story and connection? Because I thought I remembered you telling the story about your dad mm-hmm. and that there was some connection back in the day and spending time with your dad watching wrestling. Um, that's how it started. Um, back you know, back in the days of Blockbuster and running videos, um, you know, we didn't do things like, I don't know how much pay-per-views cost back then, um, but the the big shows like WrestleMania and that kind of stuff were, you could, I would assume you could get them on TV at the time, but after a certain amount of time, they ended up on VHS at Blockbuster or, you know, whatever rental, video rental store. So my dad would go out and he would mm-hmm, rent mm-hmm. the tapes. Um, and so I remember being eight, you know, eight years old, very, you know, very early 90s and, you know, sitting and I would actually like, you know, pass up, you know, when my dad would rent the tape, you have it rented for a certain amount of time. So it's like, I can't do this with you friend because we're watching wrestling. You know, <laughs> I, I'm watching WrestleMania from, you know, uh, you know, from five months ago kind of thing. Um, so that's how I got started. And then later in the late 90s when it you know when you had more shows on tv I and mean, it became more of a mainstream weekly thing opposed to a you know every now and then in your big tv show um you know my brothers and i kind of got involved in watching it and it was like my brothers and i never really got along we never really had anything in common but that was the one thing that we would do every yeah, week because yeah. we would sit and we would watch monday night raw and it was just entertaining so you know i kind of you know i've had years where i would go years without watching it and then kind of pick it back up again and i think the early 2000s i did you know kind of drop off a lot um but like you mentioned it's been the past probably uh Five or six years, I yeah, want to say, yeah, no, that it's, it's I really kind of picked it it's back definitely, up. I've known you since, like, what, 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. So it definitely feels like it's just become more pronounced over the last couple yes. of years. <laughs> but but I totally get that because that's how I am, too. I, right. I, I float in and out of what whatever is floating my boat at the time. And so I can understand how, right. you know, sometimes this sits aside for a little bit. It doesn't mean that you don't love it. It doesn't mean that you don't 
still enjoy it. It just, right. it's not your obsession. And this one is, when I when I was thinking about topics for all of these, I was like, uh, April wrestling, right. period. Like that was the answer because it just immediately came to mind. Why do you, why do you think you stay such a big fangirl? Like in this particular case, you know, it's been five or six years that you've really, this is, it's holding on to you right now. So what is it that draws you into this fandom that is traditionally, you know, male centric? What about, what about this that speaks to you as a woman? Um, well, or, I mean, the, the greased up guys help, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, it's, a, it's, it's, there's a combination of things. It was my kids who got me back okay, into okay. watching on a regular basis. And much like I said with my brothers, um, you know, we we didn't have anything in common and to this day we don't have anything in common but that was one thing that we did every week as we would sit and watch wrestling so my son who is now 14 he kind of got interested in it and I'm like hey you know I, I I used to watch this back in the day so let's you know I, I know who a lot of these people still are mm-hmm. um, that was you know John Cena was still around at the time you know because you do have some guys that have real longevity in the business so he you know he kind of got interested and it's like okay you know this was something from my childhood that I can kind of bond with him with and then a couple years at later, my now 10-year-old daughter, she got into it. Um, you know, she's had some really, really unique experiences, which also helped me, mm-hmm. you know, kind of latch onto the fandom even more. It's just, you know, a big thing with the wrestlers now is a lot of them, you know, back in the day, you had, char- you, know, you had your characters and they didn't break their character. Like if you saw them in public, um, sometimes they would yell at you because that was their character <laughs> on TV. Okay. Uh, you, know, you know, so they, they, they called it kayfabe. You didn't break kayfabe. You know, they, if you were a jerk on TV, you were a, a jerk in real life. If people happen to see you, even if you're not a jerk in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nowadays, um, a, a lot of the wrestlers, even if they play a jerk on TV, are a lot more accessible. Um, so I've actually, I, I've now got friends in the business, you know, because of the experiences that we've had and because I have friends in the business and because it, just the accessibility of these guys and the relationships some of them do tend to build with fans, um, it's it's kind of drawn me in sure, so much sure. more. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I do, there's, there's the nostalgia aspect. Um, you know, I remember all this mm-hmm. stuff from when I was a kid and, you know, the good feelings and the fun from watching it when I was a kid. And then, uh, you know, you still do see some clips here and there, you know, about from the nineties um, and people reminisce. And so that kind of draws me in as well, you know, so in between like the, the kids bonding, you know, that's the one thing, you know, I've got, my son likes Magic the Gathering, and he plays Dungeons and Dragons, but he sits and watches wrestling with his sisters who like, you know, My Little Pony or, you know, yeah, so it's something that yeah. kind of draws everybody together. Um, everybody but my husband basically like <laughs> i mean but even even my four-year-old you know she recognizes the guys and she likes to you know she likes to watch it so it's just you know something that kind of draws us all in together. that's awesome that's awesome no i love that now tell me a little bit about how you think women in the fandom are treated what's your experience or maybe yours has been better because you've actually found some really great people but just in general how do how, how do how do women fans of wrestling kind of get treated in the community um i can can, I can definitely approach us with some ap- appreciation for what we face nowadays compared to what things were like 20 years ago. Um, you know, in the late 90s, they had a different era of wrestling, a different attitude of wrestling. It was actually called the Attitude Era. Um, and <laughs> women were, I mean, they were bra and panties matches. They were jellos mm-hmm. matches. You know, the women that you saw, they were no longer valets, but they were, they were sex objects. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, so... It, 
it was kind of that was that was a little hard growing up watching with my brothers and seeing you know all these females that are you know in the only use they have is to look good right. um, because it was a weird transition between them actually starting to wrestle and trying to break into the mainstream wrestling. Um, nowadays, I, I mean, last year or this year at WrestleMania, women were the highlight mm-hmm. match. That was the last match of the night was three women wrestling, um, actually wrestling, nothing, you know, no gimmicks like bra and panties, none of that stuff. So it's, it's a lot easier now mm-hmm. to be a fan. Um, you know, we still do have some issues with, you know, the women do have to look, you know, for the most part have to look a certain way. Um, there is some of that sexualization there um, that we kind of have to sit and watch. A lot of times we can be treated like we don't necessarily know as much, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you're just here because you're, your your husband watches it or your boyfriend watches it. It's like, my husband hates wrestling. (laughs) So no, it's like, I've been watching for what, since the early nineties, I've been watching for 30 years. So it's like, no, I probably, you know, I have been watching since before you were born kind of thing. Uh, But we still do get treated that like, we're not as knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall it's, it's, you know, a a much better time. Like I don't, having three daughters, I don't necessarily know that I would have let them watch wrestling back in 1998 um, based on the things that I watched. But now they get to see, you know, they get to see strong women who are competing right alongside with men and they, they can aspire to be strong like that. Um, You know, so it's something, it's a lot easier to swallow as a woman now than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, definitely. No. And and like when you started kind of explaining those things, I'm sitting here remembering a lot of those, um, oh gosh, a lot, just a lot of this bra and panty type situation and that the girls were always walking around in bikinis, carrying somebody's coat or whatever. Like they didn't, right. there was no purpose for them to be there except to be this. Right. And they, like, they had some situations that were like downright right degrading mm-hmm. um, for women. Like, you know, the, like you know, Vince McMahon making, uh, you know, a female on her hands and knees bark yeah. like a yeah. dog kind yeah. of in the middle yeah. of the ring on TV. Um, so it's definitely, you know, where we are now, it's definitely not something, like I said, back then that I would have, you know, I would have right. let my daughters watch um, because, you know, I'll be, if somebody treats my daughter like that Um, but nowadays like I said these are these women are you know full-on matches sometimes the matches are better than the men's matches and this year their main event you know was main event in Wrestlemania so I'm proud to yeah I'm proud to show my daughters the product that they have now opposed to yeah that's awesome that's awesome so what what are your favorite ways to I don't know express your fandom besides besides Twitter because obviously you like to talk about it there but (laughs) um well we've got Right. Uh, yeah. I like uh, and and and, and <laughs> like wrestling Twitter is a thing. Um, just like Disney, Disney social media. You find your groups. Uh, wrestling Twitter can be a little toxic at times. Um, but yeah, I've met a lot of good people through wrestling Twitter. Um, just nice people that are fans right alongside of me that I'll be able to, you know, like if I go out of town mm-hmm. for a wrestling show. Um, I've even got people in town that I go wrestling shows with. Um, so it's not all bad. But the shows are weird because they travel all over the world. Um, so they're not, I mean, they might do a local show for me once or twice a year. Um, so it's like going to the shows, they have their own t-shirts and merchandise and that kind of stuff. And, and to some extent, to a very small extent that does actually support certain, you know, support wrestlers, they do get a cut of that. So, you know, that's, that's one of the ways that we kind of, um, you know, wrestling or, you know, yeah. wrestling t-shirts, um, that kind of stuff. But also, you know, co- wrestling cosplay is a big thing. I go to Dragon Con every year, and um, we've actually got a group that we do a gender-bending WWE cosplay every single year. You know, one mm-hmm. of my friends 
is with the WWE. Um, another friend kind of does work for costuming with the WWE. Um, so they are actually involved with this. So they will dress as female wrestlers and we will I dress as it. male wrestlers. <laughs> they've got, you know, like they've got Dragon Con wrestling um, a lot, a, a lot of times at these, uh, at these conventions, they'll have wrestlers come in. Like last year, Ric Flair was actually at Dragon Con. So we met him last year. But, you know, there's different ways that you can, you know, between going to the shows and doing things like cosplay and doing things like supporting, you know, like you would wear a sports team t-shirt, um, you know, wearing a t-shirt for your favorite wrestler or... Yep, well, speaking of, of favorite wrestlers, tell us about your daughter's favorite wrestler. I love this story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this is this goes back to what I mean and about wrestlers being more accessible these days, and, and not so much you know being a completely different person outside of what they portray on TV. Um, so it was WrestleMania 33. So that was two years ago, um, and it was really the first time I daughter um she's 10 now um, it was really the first time she sat down and watched and she kind of you know she's she's my attitude queen <laughs> um so she's watching and she kind of latches onto a, um, a wrestler named kevin owens he is he's been wrestling for years um he was an indies wrestler for uh, quite a while and then he was signed with the wwe several several years ago but she kind of you know he he's got the attitude he's just he can be a real <laughs> jerk on tv um so i'm like why him um you know because he plays he plays what's called a heel okay. uh, you know, half the time which is uh, that's a bad guy so they have what's called a face which is the good guy that everybody's cheering for and they have the heel which is the bad guy and that's that that's kind of what they go for even though the lines are really they're blurred nowadays, um, especially with social media. I had just tweeted out something because, you know, she was like, I want a wrestling t-shirt. I was like, okay, fine. Who do you want? And she's like, Kevin Owens. I'm like, why, why do you want Kevin Owens? You know what? So I had just, um, you know, I had put randomly on Twitter, you know, I had a, a picture of her with her attitude face on, you know, the rolling eyes kind of thing. And I was like, you know, go figure this girl wants a Kevin Owens t-shirt. And I tagged him on Twitter. And so the next day he retweeted it and he was like, you know, she's the world is her oyster kind of thing i'm just like espousing how great she was because she wanted a kevin owens t-shirt um and so he's like he's like buy her the shirt so I, I bought her the shirt because when kevin owens kevin you owens tells you to buy your daughter it. the shirt you buy her the shirt um well you know we had a lot of twitter interactions and, and i don't know really what it was about her but she you know the fact that he had retweeted her and he responded to her like just just made her world and everybody was liking it and she felt so famous and so you know so she's liking him more and more and he you know he's liking her more and more so she's you know of course with that interaction i'm like okay i'll buy you the t-shirts and now here's the toys um so fast forward about um let's see I don't even want, I'm not quite sure. Let's see. That was 2007. Yeah, that was 2017 um, WrestleMania. Just a few months later, um, I had tickets to a, a show in St. Louis because um, we were visiting St. Louis and my son, my older son was actually supposed to go, but because my daughter wanted to go see Kevin Owens, he had given Aww. the ticket to her so she could go see him um, wrestle. And I had put on Twitter that she was really excited and she, a picture of her holding, holding her ticket. And I didn't think anything of it. And, we're we're sitting in our seats and you know a guy from the wwe comes up and he says you know heard your big fans kevin owens and he brought her he actually looked at her <laughs> ticket on twitter and found out where she was sitting based on that ticket and oh sent her gosh, autographed toys to her seat yes, with, like, with like a long note saying you know thank your brother that was really nice of him and so like you have this guy that like you can find videos of him online taking <laughs> signs out of kids' hands in the audience and ripping them to shreds. 
that is, you know, that is really, really nice. Um, and so we went to another wrestling show in November of 2017. Um, and she, you know, she has her Kevin Owens sign and he waves to her when he comes out and he also, she was really thrilled. And then after his match, we get, uh, you know, another guy who, um, he's actually a ring announcer and he was on cooks versus cons on the food <laughs> network. So and from that, um, his name is Greg Hamilton. He comes up and he says, you know, here, you're really big Kevin Owens fans. Um, you know, would you like to come backstage and meet him? So, you know, we get back. Yeah, you know, of course we do. So we walk back there, and I mean, we cross that curtain, and I just <laughs> burst into tears, like ugly cry, embarrassing burst of tears, because like my yes, daughter is being treated yes. like a superstar here, and he's. I mean, he's coming to her like, you know, I'm so happy to meet you. Like he's treating her like oh. she is the famous person. Like my wife and I love following about you know following you on Twitter. You know what I post about her at least. You know, um, so he he was so respectful to her like. She is, she can be a little shy sometimes. So he was like, is it okay if we, you know, I, can I give you a hug and can we take a picture together? Like I he treated that. her like she was the star. Um, so, so yeah, now it's kind of like, you know, that's the kind of stuff that grabs me. It's like, okay, now from here on out, I don't, you know, I don't care what you do on TV, <laughs> but it's like, we're going to follow you to the ends of the earth and buy every t-shirt you put out, every toy with your name, you know, face on it, whatever, you know, merchandise credit we can give to you love here, it. support your family, please. Um, so then, you know, that kind of, you know, accessibility, um, something like that or um the the there's a wrestler who he plays trombone and he's actually a friend of mine now but um when my 14 year old son first saw him he plays trombone and he comes out <laughs> playing his trombone and so pj was like i want to play trombone and that's actually how he started oh. in band, um, you know th three or four years ago so he's like i want to play trombone like his name his stage name or wwe name is xavier woods he's like this was before i really knew him um and he's like, I want to play trombone like Xavier Woods. And so now, three years later, he's going in. He, you know, he made high school varsity marching band. Um, playing, he plays a tuba. He doesn't play trombone, but that is what inspired him to start playing trombone. So the, you know, the fact that it's got a hold on, you know, that's influencing crazy. my kids' lives. Yeah, that's, no, that's kind it, of what, it's totally yes. hashtag influencers uh, in wrestling. And I wouldn't have ever right. I mean, I, I, you hear the story of like, you know, the straight up sports connections and stuff like that, but I hadn't thought about how different that is for wrestling because as you said, they portray one character right, exactly. in the ring and then right. in real life, they're totally different possibly <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's really cool. That's really neat. I, I, I loved hearing your enthusiasm and loved hearing your family. And, and of course I watch you guys on Twitter and on Facebook all the time. Uh, so I know a lot about your yeah. exploits and I've just always wondered like what it was about wrestling that you loved, but it, it really, you kind of summed it all up. It's right. become a family affair for you. It's something that the kids who would normally exactly. be fighting against each other can come together and, and bond over it. And then plus these incredible athletes, because they are athletes, let's not, you know, let's not say they're not. Right. These incredible athletes can be such strong role models and such important influences in all these variety of different ways. And I love that. I love that. Uh, let me ask you this, wrestling, real or fake? Um, I would say it is a combination of both. Um, like I said, obviously, you have to have some, a pretty high level of athleticism. Um, these mm -hmm. guys train for years. Um, they are in the gym on their days off. They, you know, to, to be able to lift other people and support other people while you're doing these moves. And yes, the moves themselves, you're not obviously not dropping somebody on their head, but you know, you've got to have the skill not to 
drop somebody on their head, um, you know, because you can really hurt people or worse, it's happened. Um, so, you know, there's a high level of athleticism, not to mention the, the, the schedule these guys have. Um, they do, they're on the road 200 plus days out of the year. Um, so it's not that there's no off season. So it's like after WrestleMania is over, it's not like they go on, you know, they have a summer break like hockey would, or it's not like they have a winter break like baseball would. No, they're on to the next show the very next night. Um, so there's a, you know, a high level of athleticism there, but obviously you still got, you know, the storylines are written. The storylines are setting up storylines mm-hmm. on the road. Um, you, the winner, whoever's going to win it is predetermined. They know this in advance. Um, so there is that, that choreography there that goes along with it. There's the pre-planning. There are, you know, writers like there would be any other TV show. Um, so, you know, you have that element of fake. They're not out there competing, you know, fighting each other mm-hmm. for a legit belt like boxing would be. Um, they already know who's going to win and who's not going to win. Um, sometimes things get, things get switched up at the last minute uh, or plans change, but is known in advance. So, um, you know, you do have the creative aspects. So it's a good mixture of both. You tell wrestling fans, hey, you know, it's fake. Yes, we know it's fake. Um, but <laughs> you, you don't need to tell us. We like it anyway. You know, Stranger Things is fake. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, any, any TV show you're watching on TV, you know, Star Trek is fake. You know, right, but right, we don't sure. come up and say, you know, we don't come up and say, you know, they're not really traveling to space or there's no <laughs> such thing as a Demogorgon. No, it's like, so wrestling is really the only, I feel like it's the only fandom where people like, you know, that's fake, right? Yeah. Yeah, we know. Um, But at the same time, it's not something that everybody can go and do. Um, You know, you've got to have the character. um, So it's, it goes well beyond acting um, because you've got to portray that character all the way through while you're trying not to kill somebody. Right. And and literally try not to kill somebody because they physically are throwing each other around and you could hurt somebody. And it's happened. Unfortunately, it's it's happened. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen some of those reports before and that's just, that's awful. Oh gosh. All right. So quit real. We're going to wrap this up. But the top three things that you'd want a new wrestling fangirl to know about the fan. Um, that for one, women are a big deal. Um, you may have heard something back in the day and you know male wrestlers and you know John Cena and you know The Rock and you know Hulk Hogan and you know these guys, but nowadays women are a big deal. Um, like I said, main eventing WrestleMania, uh, they've got legit matches. They're putting on legitimately good matches and they've got quite a bit of talent. Um, so women have a big place in wrestling these days. Um, second, uh, kind of bonus, um, bathroom lines. Any sporting event you go to, any place you go to, women are always going to be waiting in line for the bathroom, right? right? Not at wrestling events. I'll go to WrestleMania where there are 80,000 people and there will be a line for men's bathrooms, you know, way out the door. You walk right into the women's bathroom. So it's like, that is the only place that you're going to be able to go and enjoy yourself and walk right into the That's a very good point. And that's a, that's a hot, you know me and my bathroom proclivities. So that's a very high uh, point to make there. Yeah, it's always like I still to this day, every single wrestling show, I walk by the men like this is really nice. Um, so the last thing I would say is don't take it too seriously. Uh, with the, you know, with the Internet, you have people, um, you know, they're trying mm-hmm. to guess storylines. You have people that are trying to pick apart creativity or they don't like this guy or they don't like this guy or they don't like the way wrestling is going right now. Or you know, there's just so much out there that you could really, you know, try and pick apart the mm-hmm. 
the fun of all of this, um, you know, and it's it's really unnecessary. Um, you know, we watch wrestling because we have fun watching it. I don't need to know what's really going on with this wrestler and whether they're liked backstage or you know what what this creative person is doing or you know, firing this person. There's just so much, um, you know, the, the wrestling internet, the, they call it the internet wrestling community, IWC, has a really bad rap because they can be really toxic. Um, so it's kind of like, don't look at, don't look so far into it. Um, you I know, like that. No, that's a, have that's, fun watching it. And I think that's, shoot, that's a good point to make for pretty much every and all fandoms that are out there is, come on, Bible, is it's supposed to be fun, right? So. Right, Exactly. It's like a lot of people, I, I hear them compa- complaining, you know, towards it, because WrestleMania is every April. Um, and I hear them complaining about, oh, well, you know, in December, January, this is slated, uh, this might happen at WrestleMania, and I don't want to see this. And they just pick it apart and blow it apart and try and find any rumor they can. It's like, there's no reason for that. Just go and have fun. Um, you know, and that's whether I'm on per- in person or watching it on TV, take it for what it's worth. It's entertainment. Um, you know, have fun. That's have the, fun. the goal in life is to have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. So wrestling, exactly. you know, who knew? <laughs> well, I, I knew a little because <laughs> I've been following April on Twitter and it is just huge, but thanks for coming out and fangirling with us and telling us about the wrestling fandom. You can come back anytime. You know, I'd love to have you. Thank you. Um, and I will be back with the dailyish fangirl probably sometime this week. The Monday Movie Minute, obviously on Mondays. And until then, if you like what you heard, please throw up those five stars. Leave us a review. It helps other fangirls find us. And fangirling is no fun alone. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. And thanks for coming on, April. You're welcome. 